All right, we're back. Circling back podcast Monday. My name's Will DeFreeze to my right, Dave Ruff. To all our friends in Northwest Texas and Oklahoma, head on a swivel today. You got some storms rolling through. Going to be tough. Be careful. Wow. Yeah. Head on a swivel. How are you not going to mention that it's snowing in Arizona right now? Like a straight up blizzard. Because I'm not really worried about that. May 20th. Dude. I'm worried about long track tornadoes and big time hail. Don't, don't underestimate how dangerous roads can get with some, some slick snow, Dave. It's May 20th, though, David. Is it even accumulating? Uh, yeah, dude, look at pictures on, on the internet. I'm more worried, again, about my friends in Northwest Texas and Oklahoma. And that, includes, that includes Oklahoma City. I'm going to give all the love to Arizona. Yeah, shout Be to, safe out shout there. Shout to Arizona. You know? What's up, Dylan? What's up? This is the yeah. earliest we've ever been introduced in a podcast. Yeah, it's, fun. it's, it's about time I get a little bit of respect on I'm. My brain is wow. half is half working right now. Oh, here we go. Yeah, oh, okay. low bar, Dylan. Dylan. <laughs> I'll I'll pick it up. I hey guys, to, I just need uh, to get a little bit of momentum. Um, but I'm glad to be here. It's gonna be a great week. Oh, you saved it there. Yeah, it's gonna be a great week, <laughs> man. Low energy but positive. Yeah, like no, I'll it. pick it up. Good. I'll pick it up, bitch. I will say, I I like when I first moved down here. I did the typical like northerner who moves to a southern place. I was like, oh, these guys can't handle snow. Blah blah blah. And we can't. I've gone back on it. You like I've gone back on like my high horseness though. The reason that Texans can't handle snow isn't because like they're not capable. It's because the tires on everyone's cars aren't just are they're not made for snow. It's totally understandable. Yes. Y'all don't have snow tires and you shouldn't. Well no, also we because we, it doesn't snow here. That's yeah, why. like and so like no, you're not supposed to be able to like drive in snow. More it's likely impossible. and it's more likely than not that it's not even snow. We get freezing rain and sleet, which is, I imagine, more difficult to drive on than snow. The weird thing is, like, if you go south, so if you're, like, in Ohio and you get a ton of snow, they somehow still don't know how to plow the roads in Ohio. So they, like, plow the snow to, like, the middle of the road, which is just, like, what are you doing? What do snow tires look like? Why, why, how are they different? I don't know. It's like monster truck tires. You just asked me a car question? You're the one who has him on his car when he's in Michigan. Yeah, but that's just the kind of thing where it's like, all right, we're good with these snow tires. Cool. I'm not like doing checks on them. It's like swampers. I mean, you see the chains on on cars on the tires no. when it's like really icy. We're not chaining. I'm not chaining up my my car. Yeah, but you see that. I mean, people do that. Isn't that isn't that on like more like semi trucks and stuff? Is it? I see. I see just everyday people using them when I'm in uh, places like you know Vale. All I know is that the computer game I played in elementary school on the school computers called Cruising USA, not Cruising USA. Oh, I used to go hard at Cruising USA. I forget what it was. It was some something where you were a truck driver, and that Oregon was Trail. It was it was essentially the updated version of Oregon Trail. And if you decided to put chains on your tires, you got pulled over ten times out of ten. I feel like no one in Vail is putting chains on their tires. No offense. Uh, yeah, you're, you're probably right, but. <laughs> I mean, I've seen it on cars in, you know, that part of the country. I feel like people in Vail just put, uh, like, peasants on their tires. Like, they just run, and then that's what they use. Yeah. Like, the blood of, like, people like me. Yeah. Scumbags. Like, scum, yeah. Like common pe- street trash. Common street trash, like me, who don't yeah. have places in Vail. I didn't plan on, when I first moved here, having my tires spin out in the rain. Oh, the that place up the hill right down the street from here, from the studio? Yeah, like there. I you mean, know that stop sign, right? Yeah, that's a prime location for oh, that. Oh, that's, that's actually the exact place that I did it for the first that's time. That's embarrassing, too, and there's like people at the others. It's a four-way stop, and it's really slick. And you go through and start spinning, and you're like, oh. You start do, like kind of looking down like, oh, no. It's, my it's, tires are trash. Dude, it's weird. 
It happens all the time, though. Yeah. Gotta Damn. swing it, man. Maybe I should put some chains on those bitches. Did you have a good weekend? Yeah. I saw some people requesting that we do um, a last weekend in fun, just to talk about our weekend. I don't know if we're going to do that or not, but some people want it. We actually did this on Touching Base. We did it on once. here. No, but we did it on Touching Base once, and it was like one of the most listened to episodes we ever did, and it, it made no sense to me. Huh. I got to I gotta just pull the curtain back. It's not going to be that interesting. Yeah, like... like I probably had the most interesting weekend. Yeah, I went like, to a I didn't, wedding. I didn't do like I didn't do anything this weekend. Yeah. Did you dye your hair silver for that wedding? No, but that dude. picture I look so silver in. Dude, don't what's I? the deal? Yeah, if you don't know what I'm talking about or what we're talking about, go to at uh, D Shivery on Instagram. C H E V E R E R E. I liked the photo from Will DeFreeze on Instagram. That's W I L L D E F R I E S. And like you're a silver fox in this I'm photo. I'm so dude. silver. Um, this has nothing to do with Instagram, but it, your last name. Okay. Did you was your tab at the West Alabama bar on Friday? Was that that was a company card, right? Yeah. Okay, that's thank God, because we continue after you left, we put drinks on it for about another hour and a half. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. That was company. And card. we were kind of laughing, we're like, I hope that wasn't nah. Dylan's personal card. Who yeah. cares if it's Dylan's personal, dude? Run. I know. Up. I know. That's so rude. He drives like a fucking brand new Toyota. Like, dude's clearly just sitting on stacks. That's I mean, a good point. We make pretty much the same amount of money, I think. Whatever. I'm terrible with money. Everyone knows that. Also, I also have how hella, much money do you make? I have hella investments <laughs> out there. Yeah, you invested in that app. It's the Uber for dating apps. Yeah, yeah. I just have hella invest. I'm an angel investor. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I'm an on hell investor. That's why I'm going to San Francisco this weekend. I need to check on my investments. I only invest in companies that were run by dudes named On Hell. It's a different thing that That's I've been weird, doing. Man. Yeah, it hasn't panned out. It's a weird strategy, far, but I'm, yeah. it's long term. Okay. I'm thinking about copping some Allbirds this weekend. Okay. Wow, must be nice. I feel like it's like when you go to the Mecca of Allbirds, you have to get some when you're there. What do Allbirds want? Wait, is that a San Fran company? I just feel like if, you, if you're if you a yeah. tech person that lives in San Francisco, you're crushing Allbirds constantly. Mm. Uh, was, your du- was your boy that you brought to yeah. Alabama yeah. rocking some? Dude, now that, now that I'm on high alert for Allbirds now. Oh, I am too. I see them every like everyone I know owns them. Apparently, I have like an unjustified hatred for Allbirds. Like, they're just, see, they're this just is shoes. okay. We get it, dude. What? What do we? What do you get? I just said it's unjustified. Like, I, well, I know dude, I need to calm down on it. No, you do need to calm down because as the only guy on this podcast who actually owns the fucking yeah. shoes, I well, you come I don't. In here, I do not own them. I've never worn them. You're if wearing them right now. Find one picture of me in Allbirds, and I'll give you a. $100,000. Okay. Well, I got. I had a buddy, uh, I'm not going to say his name, who was at the wedding you were at, and Dylan is the guy who wore dress shoes to the actual ceremony, then before the dance floor, slipped on his all birds oh with a suit. Oh my God. Yeah. Fucking stop. These are, these are more than I thought they would be. Dude, that's, <laughs> That seems like a Baker Mayfield move, except not all birds. Converse. Like some converse. I told, yeah. dude, the reason you think this is because he literally did this at the wedding I went to with it. So a lot remember, of guys do that. I remember you saying that, but And then he trash. started hitting the whip, like, a year after the whip was cool. You have to plan ahead for that move. Like, you have to bring another pair of shoes. Like, that's a, what a trash you move You cannot is. deny his swag, though. He's got swag. It's, you, no, he was the most hateable dude at the wedding. OB, him and OBJ are about to be electric. And Sally's, I'm not even, I'm talking, like, off the field, too. Sally's little brother is, like one of the most diehard UT fans I've ever met. And I thought he was going to like accidentally like trip on the dance floor and take out his ACL or something. Well, that would have been unfortunate. Yeah. 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 The hatred, like everyone was just looking at him like, dude, you're a tool. 
Get out of here. Because were they? Cool. I bet all the chicks were looking at him like, swag. No. Do you look at a guy that's wearing Converse under his tuxedo like as he, though he's swaggy? There's a market for that. He didn't have a beard at that time. Dude, the beard is really putting him over the top. It's not a good... It's, it's a thick beard. It's, he needs to do something with it, though. I'm a beard boy. I know these things. What does he need to do with it? It's like, get it trimmed. Just get it like tightened up a little He's bit. He's about to go win 11 games with that beard. Is that the over-under? Barrett and I... I'll mash that under button. Our if friend you want Barrett to. of the Club Cool Pod, we had this conversation. I'm like, we think that they're going to... At first, I was like, yeah, they're, they're going to sneak a wild card spot. And then I was like, I talked myself into them winning the division. Sophomore year quarterback winning the division? There's concerns Let's there, go. David. There's Let's concerns. go. He's got weapons. Dude, Will has been watching so much sports lately. No one's talking about how much sports I've been watching. I'm Will. Okay. Why are you doing third person? I thought you meant Will Forbes, our intern. No, he's a big sports guy, though. He wrote for SI for Kids. Come Why are you on. doing third person? No one talks about that. I don't know. Some people do third person. I feel like it's like a swag move to do that. You call... Okay, Dylan. I'm just exposing you this morning, man. Yeah, expose him! Dylan, at this thing, at this meeting we had Friday, was calling himself Dorn yeah. in third oh person. <laughs> Why do you make shit up like this, Dave? I don't know. I'm sorry. You're trash, yeah, dude. Dylan sat down. He sat down in his chair and he goes, Dorn loves cutting deals. <laughs> you go, Dorn here. Yep. Uh, that No, that didn't happen. What are we doing here anyway? We're just doing stuff. That was fun and easy banter. Yeah. It's always fun and easy banter. Uh, you're probably aware of this by now because we've been shouting it from the rooftops, but we have a new tier structure on Patreon. Our Friday episodes are business as usual. $5 an episode, you get listener voicemails. On Tuesdays now, because The Bachelor airs on Wednesday night, low-key excited for tonight. I think things might get a little wild. Honestly, I'm looking forward to my Monday nights. Yes. Ooh, Monday night. Oh, Monday night. Should we get an intern that makes a theme song for us, like the Monday Night Football one, but for Bachelor? No. Let's get Forbes. Actually, yes. Yeah, for, let's make Forbes try. Like, let's just task him with that. Hey, try to make us a theme song. It's funny because he sounds like Frat Dave. All my cucky friends are coming over tonight. Doon, 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 doon. Do you want to... Hank Williams Jr., Bo Cephas. Yeah. And my friends are cucky because they watch The Bachelor. It's the cuckiest show you can watch. No, it's not. You're right. Delete that. We need people to join this tier. No, it's not cucky. It's, it's kind of cucky, though. Because How like, is it cucky? It's cucky. I mean, it's just... It's just trash television. It's not like in the literal sense. It's just kind of like a... It, it's beta. But Either it's way, self-aware beta. If you do watch The Bachelor, you can get our episodes for just $5. You, can, you, can, you have two options here. For the price of a disgusting slab of meat. Exactly. You can either do $5 for just Bachelor content, or you can get the bundle and get the optimized content here, which gets you everything. $10 a month. Your call. You know what I don't like about the word bundle? I feel like cable companies have ruined it. Because yeah. now you're like, oh, I don't need a landline. They're like, bundle. And now when we say bundle, I feel like it has a negative connotation I kind of want a landline. No, you don't. Yeah, I do. Dude, shut the Like f- a long-ass cord. Is this so you can have a, a phone on your dumper? Yeah. Like your family house did? Yeah. The only one who calls landlines are salespeople. That's it. Or real ones. No, real ones don't. The real ones. No one's calling. I'm going to call your parents' landline. Well, it's weird. Like, Is Nancy there? That's how I'm going to say Don't call say it. landline. They never answer that landline. It drives me insane. My parents yeah, have... Do your, do your parents oh. do the move where they're like, oh, good to hear from you. Haven't heard from you in a while. And I'm like, you can... Like, no, they don't do that. My mom... Like, no, my parents I, My parents aren't passive aggressive. Dude, they're giving me shit. I'm like, like, <laughs> like my phone's always like ready for a call. Hey, uh, my parents have the landline that 
So not only does the number pop up on the TV screen because it's connected, it also has a robot voice. And it's like, called from Hughes, David. Mm -mm. And it says the last name first. It's so fucking That's annoying. That's so annoying. Is your last name Hughes? Who's David no, Hughes? No, my, my brother-in-law. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, good. I was confused. I've been making this up the whole time. Jeez, that'd be a weird move. Yeah. But that's the deal on Patreon. Five dollars, ten dollars, whatever you want. Also, it comes with a Crick Watson. People aren't talking about that enough. Column, a recap of the episodes, highly coveted. If you go back and Get listen there. to last week's, we twist off, man. Honestly, you could make a case that it was a top three energy episode we've had on this on this uh, circling back feed. It was a fun one. Yeah. It really was. When you get a get us hyper focused on one thing and we go real hard on it, it's chemistry comes together. You just get crazy horned up for one thing and one thing only. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. Right yeah. now I'm horned up for liquid IV. You know it's the fastest, most efficient way to stay hydrated? Yeah. If you're trying to drink more water, which like your boy's always trying to do. Yeah. I never feel hydrated enough. Oh, liquid yeah. IV hydrates you two to three times faster and more efficiently than water alone. With the added bonus of vitamin C. B3, B5, B6, and B12. Think about that. Oh, yeah. You know what comes in different flavors? They've mm -hmm. got like a lemon-lime flavor, an acai, or your boy's favorite, passion fruit. That's what, I, that's what I flex with. But this is good for everything. It's, not, it's good for if you're a social butterfly, maybe have a little hangover. Throw a couple in day. the dop kit for the next road trip. Yep. If you're going to like a music festival or something, just toss one in your pocket. Throw it in a, your $5 water that you bought at the damn thing while you're getting a beer. Do that. Mm -hmm. If you're traveling, you can put it in your bag. It's TSA friendly and approved. It's perfect for on-the-go travelers. It's great for everything. I feel like um, even if it tasted bad, I would drink it because of like the benefits. Yeah, it tastes so good though. It That's the good. beauty of it. Like it tastes really freaking good. It's a healthy alternative to your traditional sports drinks. No artificial flavors or preservatives. I mean, with each pur purchase you make, do you know that they donate one serving of hydration multiplier? To someone in need? I didn't know that. Find you a company that gives back like Liquid IV does. Just find you one. We, I mean, we sure don't. We love Liquid IV, and I know you will too. Right now, our <laughs> listeners get 25% off at liquidiv.com when you use code CIRCLINGBACK at checkout. It's 25% off anything you order on Liquid IV's website. Go to liquidiv.com and enter promo code CIRCLINGBACK and get your savings and start getting better hydration. That's liquidiv.com, promo code CIRCLINGBACK. Don't wait. Start properly hydrating today. You know who was probably hydrated as fuck yesterday? Brooks Kepka. Yeah. Brooks well, Actually, Kepka. maybe until like the back nine. Oh, yeah. more on he that He could have used the liquid IV. All right. Give, Dave, give us your takes. Um, okay, so I've been trying to figure out why... What what people's temperature on Brooks Kepka is the casual fan, even the guy who's really into golf. I feel like Dylan and I have been somewhat down on him. Oh, big time! And I'm not a Kepka guy. Yeah, you've been high on him. Uh, high, okay. I used to be really, really high, mm -hmm. and it's <laughs> it's uh, hey, what's up? Um, it's it's gotten it's gotten to the point now where I don't really know how I feel about him. So he did he did a podcast last week with uh, PMT. I listened to it. It was he was very likable on it. He was cool. I, I I enjoyed that podcast. He should be. He's a guy's guy. He seems like he should be cool. Um, and then like this week, the whole back and forth, him and Brandel, Brandel kind of egging him on a little bit. 
I don't know. Then he threw, goes out, he shoots, what, 62, 63, day one? 63. Playing with fucking Frankie and Tiger. Mm-hmm. Um, That's rude of the PGA Championship to put Frankie with uh, Tiger after Tiger just, like, I thought so. crushed him at the Masters. I felt a little bit bad just for him. Just eviscerated him. Uh, I got love for Frankie, though. Then Cat goes out and misses the cut. Silent killer. Shout out to him. Um, so I've been trying to figure out, why don't people embrace Brooks Kepka? And I was thinking about this yesterday as I was watching it. As I was watching the fans turn on him uh, yeah, on the yesterday? back nine. Like, no, audibly turn on him. Okay. Um, like, chanting DJ because DJ was making a run, which I wanted to see happen. I don't know if I wanted the full meltdown for Brooks, um, but I tweeted this at Ruff on Twitter, at Ruff on Instagram, for the record. Did you tweet from your Instagram? I didn't. Did, you, I just, <laughs> yeah, I did you screenshot the tweet and then post it from I, your Instagram? I scribbled it out. I said, new post here. Um, I was thinking, okay, the best thing that could have happened to Brooks yesterday, if you ask him this, he would never admit it, but him almost blowing it made him so much more likable because now that we know that the partial meltdown is in his bag, it, whether or not he ever brings it out again is to be seen and we'll, he may never do it again, but just knowing that that was there for that moment, it makes him a lot more likable because my theory is the reason people are not warmed up to Brooks Kepka is because we are all still of the Tiger generation and we are not ready to part ways with Tiger being the GOAT. And the only person in the last forever to ever to even make me think that they have a chance at being as great as Tiger is Brooks Kepka. We've had flashes. We've had Rory. We've had Spieth. I was gonna say like these young guys were saying this about Spieth two years ago. Yeah, like, no, I don't think. Yes, they I were. think what you're saying yes, has has some validity no, to weren't. it. But when Spieth was making a run and just came out of the gates winning majors, um, I didn't have that. I didn't have that sentiment. I didn't. It wasn't like he was replacing Tiger as the as potentially like the next guy to. He know, wasn't a threat. He was at a different time though because Tiger was almost hashtag canceled at that Well, Tiger point. wasn't playing. Tiger, like yeah. this, he came, like, Spieth, JT, the, you know, the, what is it, the Cayman guys, not Cayman. Wow, that's weird, Cayman guys. Uh, Baker's Bay Boys, Cayman's that whole squad, guys. that was all happening while Tiger wasn't playing. He was yeah. doing God knows what, recovering from, like, spinal fusion. But my, my theory is it's like, you look at Brooks, and you're like, okay, this dude is 29, He's going to, I mean, there's a good argument he's going to win double-digit majors, right? He's 29 right now. He's already won four. Uh, and his game, I mean, look at his game. He's fucking long and straight, and he can putt. When he putts, he's unbeatable. My, I think part of my issue is that, yes, he's won four. And in very quick succession, it's an all-time run. But like we can't get ahead of ourselves. No, but we I think we can't get ahead of ourselves here. I'm not saying it's gonna happen, but I'm saying that it looks more real with him than anybody else. What do you say to the people out there who think that he he tanked on the back nine yesterday to get closer to DJ to get his approval rating up? Man, that is There look, are people out there saying that. I think there's some merit to what you're saying. I absolutely think you're you're at least partially right. But for me, it's much more about his general attitude towards the game and everyone around him and the way he carries himself, he, he acts almost as if he's bigger than the game. He also doesn't care about golf very he much. He acts too good for he's it. He's outspoken about like not being into the game, and that's not that's not a good look. I think he leans into that. Like he leaned into that on PMT. Like I don't I feel like he kind of 
he had a quote about like I don't know wanting to play baseball or whatever back in the day um, that people have kind of latched onto. And I, I feel like now he knows he can get a rise out of people by saying that. I don't know if that's really on PMT his line about how 80, 80 guys in the field just flat out don't have a chance to win. Like yes, maybe that's true, but you don't say shit like that. That's no. that's some shit that Tiger back in the day. Like his peers look at him like, dude, you're a fucking dickhead. Like guys who qualify just for you know for that tournament, like big time moments in their lives. Like like Harold, fuck, Va- like fuck you, dude. By the way, shouts to Harold Varner. Yeah, what happened there? I missed what, Harry that three whole stick? situation. Uh, HV3? Are people calling him Harry Three Stick? We are. Everyone's doing Harry Three well, Stick. Well, no, I think he went out and shot like eighty fantastic. yesterday. Eighty-one. That's fantastic. He got he, an eighty-one off. He went out. Way. He went out. Dude, that makes me like him more. Oh yeah, no. I, yeah, find me a guy shooting in the eighties on, on the final pairing of a major. They showed that's, like that's 12, my dude. They showed like single digit shots from him because it was so hard to watch. I don't have the clutch gene in golf. Who is he? I'm the, uh, the HV Three. He's paired with Brooks. Oh, he was in the final group. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's, I didn't know oh yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. So he goes out, birdies one, Brooks uh, bogeys one, and people are like, hmm? Well, no one was really thinking that. Well, there was also the really awkward exchange between him and the cop walking him down the fairway. What What was that? I don't know why they decided to show that. It made me wildly uncomfortable. What, what they, they showed more about? of that than they did Brooks talking to his caddy and then subsequently hitting that shot on eight on a 18 that was like the biggest shot on the tournament. Yeah, it was weird. Someone explain what happened. So they showed this shot of... Harry three stick walking down the fairway with a cop and they didn't show the beginning of the conversation. And all you hear is the cop say started from the bottom. Now you're here. Cop is like a white dude. He looks like he's wearing like oh, a no. Costa sunglasses. Oh, cop is the edgiest he's cop you've cop, ever seen. He's got tats all up his arms. Full, full colored sleeve. sleeves. He's okay. And he, and then he, what did, what did Harry Three Sticks say? He goes, he, goes, he said something. He goes, like, you like Drake? Yeah, you like Drake. And the cop... No, he said, he said, I'm trying to be here. Or something like yeah. to that effect. And then he goes, and then like it kind of got awkward It got for a awkward he pause. Goes, so you like Drake? The and way, the cop goes, yeah. No, the way cop said, yeah, he, Dude, it's almost like he didn't know who Drake was. He yeah. goes, yeah? Okay, at this moment, was this before or after he had kind of... The meltdown uh, oh, had over. Okay. The meltdown had He's like seven over so that at makes this point. it worse. I mean, I don't think it made it worse. Like, at this point, I think, like, he didn't put out the vibe of a guy who was, like, depressed the entire round, I guess, because he blew up. Like, he was just like, yeah, I guess I'm out of it. It's a hardcore. It was windy as hell yesterday, too. I mean, were are people talking about that moment? No. Okay. They were at the time. Were they? I didn't really. No, I'm not saying were they. Like, Like, were they? Like, is the cop saying it's because he's a black dude? Like, is it, no, would that, would no, that become a storyline? I'm sure some people were thinking, but no, I think it was just like okay. a really random thing to, people are like, what the fuck was that? Okay. Yeah. It's also Drake. Like Drake is like, I mean, he's not like some like deep cut. Yeah. It's hip hop though. Yeah. Is what I'm saying. But yeah. I, I just, my biggest takeaway from that was just the way the cop goes. Yeah. Yeah. But it was almost yeah. like, you know, Drake like He's is? heard about, he's heard about two Drake songs. That's how, that's like when your friend's like, have you seen the show, blah, blah, blah on Netflix and you don't want to like. You don't want him to explain it. You don't care. You just go, yeah. Yeah. Oh, dude, I've heard oh, about yeah, that. Yeah, I've heard yeah, about that. Dude, that's sure, pretty sure. ever. That's awesome. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, dude, I rep OVO. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so like my take is, and this might be just me. This is kind of how I feel about it. It's like Brooks is different than, he's built different than Jordan. He's built different than Rory. Not physically, well, not just physically, but just mentally. And it kind of scares me. I'm like, is this dude about to be that guy? And I feel like a lot of people aren't ready to let go of Tiger. I just think that 
I don't think we should be talking double digit majors. Like, like a lot of people are doing. I know. That. I don't think you should be talking that until you're at least over the five hump. That's fair. Like, it just seems it seems like a lot, and it seems like a a good thing that media and golf media can talk about and hype up. But people were doing this exact same thing for Jordan. And but Jordan at least showed his hand that he had the meltdown in him. Yeah. Like early on. Yeah. Right. And then when he came back and won it. After you know, after he was playing, what was it with Bubba, and he dunked one on twelve, like people were like, "Oh, okay, well this guy." It made him more likable. Then he comes back and wins it the next year. Like people like Jordan Brooks, though, man. I don't like Brooks for the reasons that he's not fun to watch. He's not. He's good. He's he's good from like a a ball striking and putting standpoint. Yeah, that's interesting if you're like a good golfer. He brings no drama to the tournament besides the like small meltdown yesterday, but that's the first glimpse we've seen of that in a major. He bought bogeyed form. He's up. a killer, man. When he it's, when his game is on like but he doesn't show emotion either. Right. So it's not fun to see him be that killer. So that's the weird thing too about the Tiger thing. So these guys Jordan and Rory, they grew up idolizing Tiger and they're very vocal about it and like well, Rory dressed exactly like Tiger on Thursday of this tournament. That was awesome. It was like, dude, what are you doing? I don't know. You're, like you got you pulled out the Tiger Woods collection for Sunday and wore it on a Thursday. He doesn't pick out his outfits. I think they, Nike sets everything up. No, no, I dude, think they do. He, I think they do in a way. At I least think they he got tailor it to the guy's styles because, like, you looked at Jason Day and he was dressed like trash. Finau's hat, the red and every other and black yeah, one. Dude, but Finau at least chooses a little toned down. The rest of his clothes, like his shirts and his pants, whereas like Jason Day's out there wearing like yeah. these wild stripes and shit. Like, like Finau's throwing blood out. There. I think they give uh, everybody but Rory like the option. So like Rory and Tiger, they can wear what they want because like Rory, he's he didn't he's a Nike guy. He's wearing the Nike Dad Cap. He did not wear the worst hat in history. The middle of the hat, vertical Nike. Just like if they handed me that hat and I'm sponsored by Nike during that tournament. I'm taking the hit, and I'm not going to get a paycheck for my hat. Are you? That week. Yeah. Are you? I'm showing the flow off. You're that going week. Ollie. That that sh- dude. That hat I don't is think you know trash. how much they. they you going get Schneider paid for Jones? That. I know, no, just it's just for that tournament. All right. Don't un- don't unroll your shitty new product on me. No. In like the biggest tournament out there. I'm going Duff, and I'm wearing like a a Mick, not even not Mick Ultra, but just like some old like Cuddy Sark hat, like that you found in like your dad's basement. Yeah. What's he like? Is he still doing that shit? He had a sponsor, I think. I feel like he had a Corona Premier hat or something. The other yes, day. somebody. I think I saw a tweet about like a Corona hat or something. Corona's the worst Mexican beer there is, by the way. Uh, I think it's better than Soul, but I'm not willing Ooh, to die. Not. I'm not going to die on that hill. But I personally, think I just that. hate. I hate me some me Coronas. personally. So please do not sponsor this podcast, Corona. It will not be a genuine read for me. But I can't be swayed. Money's, oh, you really showed your hand. Money talks. Uh there's one more point I wanted to make about Brooks. One more thing about the okay, so everybody, I don't know. He's just too alpha. It was good to see Spieth play well, by the way. Where did you stand on my group text prediction? Uh, remind me what it said. I had a busy weekend. I'm sorry. Um. Oh wow, busy weekend for oh, Dylan. Wedding. We did. We were over here jerking each other off. Um. Dave and I were literally doing that while watching Brooks. That's weird. Yeah. Don't tell me about that. That he will win the Open Championship. Oh, oh, I did. Okay, I did see that. Um, yeah, I don't hate that. I, I, don't, I don't hate what it. What I hate about that is that like it's not that hot of a take. No one else is making it. I, I mean, like, bro, I'm sure there's like many people making it actually. 
I think I saw a graphic on Instagram yesterday that was like over the last six majors or something like that, like scored a par, Spieth is second. I think he's 20 to one at Pebble or as of yesterday morning. He is second. He's also like 20 something strokes behind Kepka. Yeah, but he's also like 20 something strokes in front of like the fifth person. Oh, really? But yeah, he, so it's like, I mean. He played well yesterday, though, in really, really tough conditions, yeah. and he putted his ass off. He's a grind boy. Strokes game putting. He's That's a grind the huge boy. one with him. Well, he's a winner, too. What's up, what's up with PGA just doing all this strokes gain stuff? Like, it's every single stat they're Advanced putting up analytics, on the golf channel. bro. I don't even know how you, like, I know that, like, yeah, you want to be number one in strokes gain putting. How do you calculate that? Yeah, that's the thing about that stat. No one knows. And there's no way to find out. Who? What? I don't think he's going to win Pebble. I think he's going to compete. I think he's top 10 at, at, the, at the U.S. Open. And then I think whenever the British Open, uh, July, comes around, I think that's it. I think he's going to do it. U.S. Open's at Pebble? Yeah. Fuck Duh. Yes. Fuck yes. Everybody knows that, Have dude. you played Pebble? No. Oh. No. I would love to. That's probably top. That's probably number one for me right now. In terms of courses I would like to play? Pebble? Okay. I'll take St. Andrews. Ooh, you're getting totally different vibes, though. Yeah. Totally different. What are you looking for? But, I mean, just the whole history around St. Andrews. I'm going to say that I'm more likely to play St. Andrews than I am Pebble, probably. Okay. Look at this guy. Pebble is like the first golf course I knew of when I was like six or seven. Because I feel like dads love Pebble. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Pebble's dope. Yeah, dads love Pebble. We had this really shitty computer game, and I think it was might have been Pebble Beach Golf or something. Was it PGA Tour like nineteen ninety seven golf game? It might have been pre nineteen ninety seven. Because I had I had terrible. a really shitty I had a really shitty golf. You game know, you my, did it with the mouse. Yeah. It was awful graphics, but I, I feel like it was at Pebble, which is tight. <laughs> but yeah, that was Kepka talk. That was good. Outside of the the small little window yesterday, where. DJ got close. Outside of that, Brooks ruined the PGA Championship in terms of drama and fun. Absolutely. He, he's a fun sucker. I jokingly tweeted that the most electric moment of the tournament was when Lucas Glover holed out from the bunker after his partner, Lucas uh, Beergard, ho- uh, had a hole-in-one. And he goes nuts and has like a really awkward high-five. But it wasn't that much of a stretch. No, like that was nothing, the most nothing cool happened. No, on Saturday, I mean, I had I had wedding stuff going on all day, but I didn't watch a second of golf, and I didn't even miss it. I was like, I know what's happening. Yeah, it was, was kind of. Like, it was just like it I sucks. watched it, and I was like, I don't even know why I'm doing this. I should be going and doing something else. And that's right a lot now. of rub against Kepka. That's just that any runaway leader no. just kind of takes the fun out of yeah, it. It's sad to say, yeah, but, but if Tiger's running away with it, you're like tight. you're fucking pounding your yes, chest because like, you're it, loving yeah. it. The whole world's behind that guy. If Tiger's running away with it, I'm like borderline crying, like drinking two craft beers. Just like, <laughs> yeah. fuck, man, this is awesome. All right, if I we don't you. talk about this, people are going to be like, how didn't you talk about this? Uh, Kepka denying his girlfriend the kiss on the way in. I think he just didn't see it. I mean, he either didn't see it, but at the same time, if you're her, just maybe chill while you're walking. Kisses don't, you don't need to be walking down the street kissing. You're not a middle school couple trying yeah, to flex with everybody. Especially right in front of your face. Yeah, like, what are you doing? Just like, just... <laughs> If if Sal if I'm walking down the sidewalk and Sally tries to go for a kiss with me, I'm like, what are you doing right now? Yeah, I, I, but I think he legit didn't see her make the move. So like Brooks walking into Sunday like Sunday uh, at a major, he's up seven strokes. That's the equivalent of Will like walking down Congress going to brunch. Exactly. And, like Sally's <laughs> trying exactly, to kiss him. Dude, that's literally exactly what I was thinking. That, yeah, that's like, little... but it's just like like you're walking. Yeah. yeah. Well, they're about to part ways too, because he had to go play golf. I feel like. Are there any other players that have that? 
like that the, they get that camera shot of like because if you think about it, Tiger never, Spieth, Spieth's with been with the same girl. He's now married. Like you don't ever see. You don't ever see that see that from them. I don't know, man. Yeah, but Spieth's like wife isn't posting. Oh, like topless photos of herself straddling Spieth in a lagoon. There's trap. That's very true. They're both. They're the most thirst trappy couple. Brooks and Jen, is it Jenna Sims? Jenna Sims, yeah. Jenna Sims. Do we know a Jenna Sims? That sounds like a very like fake name. We know. We know someone with a very similar name. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, her Instagram is softcore porn. It's the Instagram that you'd expect out of out of her, I guess. I mean, the first photos her posing with Brooks with the trophy. Nice. I don't know. She's she's a little much. Yeah, the topless photo in the lagoon is it's kind of weird. It is a hot photo, but it's really aggressive. Is it the one where they're like embracing or making oh, out? She's I mean, he's got he's she's got straddling him topless. He's got double hands on the booty. Swing. And she's just topless. Who's taking this photo? You think they just set the timer and put it on a rock? What you think they booty? got like a, a tripod? <laughs> I think Brooks is a tripod after that photo. This is, looks like it's shot by a professional, which is weird. Yeah, she's just straight up top. Well, I think she does professional photographs. Like, I think she's a model of some sort, not just an Instagram model. Could be wrong on that. I don't really know. She nice doesn't, nice she gal. Doesn't, she doesn't have, like, probably, represented by, like, blah, blah, girl. blah models in New York City and in her profile, which is... Is she selling tea? She's doing a non-prof. She's a founder of the non-profit Pageant of Hope. Don't call it a non-prof. Dude, it's non-prof. That, dude, that's all birds dude, will talk. No one's doing non-prof. Dude. Albert's will. He loves nonprofits. It, yeah, she's thirsty. She on needs here. to get the following up on this nonprofit. She is five hundred twenty-four followers. Ain't gonna get it done. Let's get let's get up there. What's her? Go to pageantofhope.org/slash/donate, please. What's the cause? It's our mission. Their mission is to empower, celebrate, and advocate for children facing challenges, celebrating inner beauty and self-confidence. There's another. I've one. I've been trying to champion that for a minute. Her post on July seventh is her laying on top of him, and his he's just got a handful of ass. Yeah, it's aggressive. Yeah, what? They don't need to be doing this stuff. Doesn't seem that necessary. She did on, or I guess it was, it was a long time ago. Never mind. Never mind. Look, man. Let's stop critiquing her profile. Shout out to Pageant of Hope, though. Yeah. Big shout out. Of course, sure. <sighs> I, don't, I didn't have any other... Uh, that's probably enough golf. Takes, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. Covered it. Sorry. Congrats to, to Brooks. If there was ever a weekend to not watch a ton of a major championship, I mean, he it was this. We're kind of coming to the close of, like, sports fun. And it's depressing. This is the best time of the year if you've got, like, horses in the race. we got two more weeks of NBA and NHL. Did you guys watch any of the Preakness? No, but I heard that dude got ejected oh. off of his horse. Oh, I've oh, our man's got ejected. I got this this buddy who's like big time gambler on he bets on sports a lot mm-hmm. and a lot of money on it. Um, and we were about to watch the race about to start. We're all in our suits, like ready to go to the wedding. And he's like, "All right, nine horse, nine horse." He had like two grand on the nine horse. Like, all right, let's check it out. He was just like so animated, like screaming. Race starts. The nine horses. The the, the jockey that Hell fell yeah. off the horse was the nine horse. <laughs> he ran two laps. The horse just kept chopping, though, man. He's like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna run this race anyway." Let me issue this. Instincts statement. kick in, dude. If I don't care, a horse should be able to win with or without jockey. We as the as the race went I on, agree. we were wondering I mean, like, 
if if he finishes first, does it count? But then it doesn't make that much sense because there's no weight of the jockey on the horse. Like you feel like you, you could run faster without that. I'm of the camp that you maybe should, we should just get rid of jockeys altogether and just I, let these I horses love just that. go full instinct. I'm fine with that. He just straight threw that little dude off, man. That was hilarious. I'm glad War of Will won. That was my horse in the Derby, just because my name is literally in the horse. Wow. Wow. Uh, that being said, I didn't realize how trash the Preakness was. Like, they had Diplo, like, doing a DJ set, and it was the least energized crowd I've ever seen. And then they started going back to, like, all how the much, other... How much did he get paid for that? I say probably 100, a decent 150K. He was the worst name they've gotten for the Preakness in years. They had, like, Pitbull. Diplo's mm. a pretty big name. Pitbull, dude. He is Mr. Worldwide. Uh, Lord. Wait, they had okay, dude. Everyone knows I'm a big Lord guy. I mean, I like Lord too, but I'm not trying to. Before my horse races, I'm not trying to do Lord's music. I'm not trying, dude. Like that's why the Kentucky Derby is tight because they don't do that kind of like lame stuff. It's traditional, and they have the the traditions that they do beforehand. There's no room for for your Diplos. They're trying to your expand Martin their Garrix's. audience. Have we confirmed whether or not Martin Garrix is a real human or not? No. I thought it was Martin Skrillex. No one can prove his ex- existence. Uh, we What? No, go ahead. We have an update. We are kind enough to get an update regarding something we discussed. I don't want to tell too much of what we discussed, but I, I would be remiss not to. We talked about this on our Patreon episode. Dylan and I had a, a run-in of sorts uh, with a group of people who... You had a run-in. You told me... St- Oh, you you didn't actually see them? No, no. So Sally and I saw some people crossing the street that appeared to be blind, and then they walked into Matsell Rancho and all of a sudden started sitting down. And like they cut the line of people, they put their canes away, and were just chilling. And we were like, hold on. I feel like there's another name for it besides Kane. It's Kane. Is it Kane? Kane. Okay. I stand corrected. I I agree. I I thought there would be two. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Like I thought it'd be like a walking stick or something. It's Kate. All right. Okay, Kate. Okay. So uh, I got an email because we wanted an explanation. The confusion that we had was why these people were walking around as though they were blind, but then when they got in the restaurant, they were just business as usual. They didn't appear to have any eye, like, eyesight issues. They were just chilling. Right. Luckily, we have a backer who is legally blind. And she reached out to me. I'm legally blind. Yes, exactly. Okay. She reached out. Major shouts to Avery. Uh, she said, big fan of Circling Back, Malin, and Sunday Scaries. And the last episode of Circling Batch. So I guess this was, this was Patreon episode last week. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. We did go down this You hole. mentioned seeing a group of people using white canes cutting ahead of everyone at Matzel Rancho. Whether they were actually blind was highly suspect since you saw some of them looking around and one guy used his cane like a walking staff. Staff. I think I compared him to uh, Gandalf the Grey. Oh. Yeah. Uh, she said, I'm visually impaired myself and use a cane periodically, especially if I'm walking alone. For me, the cane is a cue to others that I can't see well and to get out of my way. You can actually tell a lot about a person's vision based off his or her cane. This is kind of what blew my mind. This is interesting. This is what blew my mind. A completely white cane signifies the user is fully blind. Okay. You got that? A white cane with red on the bottom six inches or so means the person is visually impaired. Got it? That's what she uses. If you see a red and white striped cane similar to a candy cane, that means the person carrying it is both visually and hearing impaired. 
When you are given a cane, it is highly recommended to go through training with a mobility specialist to learn the proper technique. So that's, Sally actually said that these people might be training to be mobility specialists or they are somewhat visually impaired and they're just like learning. Mm -hmm. She had heard of something like this before. She said, and then as Avery said, mobility specialists can have normal vision or be blind themselves. To be certified, you have to go through a course and log a certain amount of hours using a cane to get around. Okay, well, that is plausible that that's what these people were doing. You don't squat up and go to Matt Angel for margaritas. Avery weighed in on this. Why can't, okay. why? See, when I got this email, the first thing that happened to me was my heart sunk a little bit. I was like, yeah. oh no. You thought she was going to put I you in your I said something place. really insensitive. Like, I had a vet reach out to me after I ripped on that vet for serving cold brew and shit. I had a vet reach out and like somewhat body bag. Oh man, I thought you were talking like a veteran. No, no, no. I was like, when did you rip the, no, the dude, No, I'm pro-truth. I missed this. Everyone knows that. But she said, as for cutting in line to be seated at mats, regardless if they were visually impaired or not, is a certified trash move. Okay. Hit the trash horn. Can I um, say that there is not a worse restaurant to be visually impaired at than Matt's El Rancho? Especially that night. It's the busiest we've ever it's seen. Shoulder it. to shoulder. You can, you can vouch. That's, a, uh, that's oh the most gosh. ridiculous we've ever seen that restaurant. It's not a great place to wait for a table. Mm-hmm. So you're crowding around a bar, and there's meanwhile, there's hot plates, sizzling hot fajitas, just coming in hot, buzzing your head every five minutes. Just straight buzzing it. No lie. Uh, she said, she continued, having a handicap doesn't entitle you to special treatment. If this group were just using the canes to be funny, I'm sure I'm not sure how they sleep at night. Avery, I don't think they were doing it to like I don't think they were doing a bit. This wasn't like a, a CKY thing. This wasn't like Jackass like 5.0. If it was, I didn't see the punchline of it, which was unfortunate. Uh, she said it would be the equivalent of using a wheelchair at Disneyland to skip the lines. Right. A lot of people do That's that. Fair. I hope this helps. And if you, Dylan or Dave. Have any other questions, please let me know. Keep up the great work. Look, shouts to you, Avery. Thank Best you for that. Avery very, from Seattle, the sweetest legally blind bitch you'll ever meet. Very informative oh, wow. email. Did she actually sign off like that? She did. That's she great. Did. Shouts did. to her. You'd love to see that. Um, so, yeah, it kind of makes me feel better that she's saying that this is absolute trash, regardless of whether or not they're visually impaired or not. So Matt's also has those outdoor tables that aren't, solid that's like the metal with like the chain mm-hmm. uh table you know the holes and it's stuff metal metal patio furniture metal patio furniture and their salsa has <sighs> their so- salsa bowl lends itself to tipping it has four feet yeah it's it not has, a bowl it's not a bowl it's a bowl that has four feet coming off of it it needs it, to have a flat bottom it's very easy to spill salsa through the holes and onto your legs and feet if you wear white shoes to Mato rancho oh, and crazy. sit outside like you're certified loco you're asking for trouble how they haven't switched to just bowls with flat bottoms is beyond me. Like, all those salsa bowls are sitting sideways constantly if it you're sitting no on the sense. patio. It's dangerous. It's reckless. It's certified reckless. I don't like it. Yep. So that's that. I'm glad we cleared it up. Do you guys feel better about this now? I feel better personally as someone who was very shook by this. Yeah, that's, the, and that's the good information. Was that separate from him? There was a, a blind man sitting at another table on the patio who was very clearly blind and he had someone with him the entire time guiding him to the bathroom or to the bar and everything like that. And I was like, see, these people are wronging hey, this guy. Do they, people, do we still do guide dogs in 2019? I feel like I haven't seen a good guide dog know. in a while. I don't know. You see him. I see him every now and then. Actually, no, I saw one getting on a plane, uh, on Southwest recently. The guy was in front of me, uh, in the like boarding group thing. And, 
I thought he might have just had like a uh, what's it called? Service dog. Yeah. No, it was a seeing Emotional eye dog. Support. It was a seeing eye dog. Emotional oh, cool. support. It's because people like you could tell people like wanted to pet it, but like you're like, oh, you can't, pet, you can't do that. This one. Can you really not? No, because uh, you're taking. I mean, you're uh, distracting I'm not the gonna dog. Do that. I'm not gonna do that. I, I feel like those are also protectors. If you're seeing a uh, parrot or something. Austin Bergstrom Airport has right before you get in the TSA line. I've seen the same dog twice. It's a big ass GSP. That's just sit, like sitting there with like you know the 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 kangaroo bows police officer and that thing is tight man and it's everything I can do not to like dap it up when I walk by, do it. I don't. I'm not do it, dude. I'm not trying to get searched. God, Austin Bergstrom is doing big things lately. They're really stepping dude, up, dude. I'm continually shit. impressed with this airport. It's a great. It's a fantastic airport. It's not Dallas Love, but I feel like they. I feel like they're just keeping an eye on Dallas Love and being like, "What are they doing? All right, let's do that." Too. Austin Bergstrom's bigger than Love, right? It's got to be. I don't know, man. It's just one big ass terminal. You don't have to get on a tram and you go. You know, swap. But all the local food, like a lot of the restaurants they're putting in there, I'm I'm a big fan of. It's so easy. That's smart. It's a it's smart great. move. It's fucking great. It's great. They do need. To, okay, we don't need to go. Give there. people a little taste of the local flavor, even if they're just. Passing through, yeah, you love that local flag. But most love people it. like that's Austin's not like a connection airport, though. You know what I mean? Definitely I don't not. know. It's I li- it's not a major hub. I did something I would never do in any other airport. The other day, I landed and I ate at the airport before you came home. Yep. What? That is interesting. I wanted tacos. I wanted sir. tacos. Oh, you did. Taco I went D. to Taco Deli. Actually, I and don't I was hate like, that. you know what? This is. I can't believe I'm doing this, but I'm just going to go to Taco Deli instead of like go home, drop my stuff off, go get tacos somewhere else. Yep, it made no way more it. sense. It, no one is doing that. I have my luggage with me. I carried on because I'm a carry-on boy now. Airport tacos. Love that. Yeah, it was big. <sighs> you probably spend about ninety percent of your life in underwear. Yep. You say that's fair? I, I think I do more than that. I'm like closer to 99, I think. I'm kind of a never nude in, in that sense. I always yeah. have underwear on. So don't you think you owe it to yourself to make sure you're wearing the softest undies in town? That's why we only wear me undies. Mm. These things are soft. They got that micromodal fabric. It feels good on your thighs, feels good on your piece, on your butt, everything. They're so soft. So soft. And since they've added the option of the gate, if you know what I mean, it's changing everything. So you're a through the gate guy, not an over the fence? I like to mix it up. I'm ne- I'm never an over the fence guy. I like going through the gate. Sometimes I go all the way to the ground. I mix it up. Really? Yeah. See, well now they have this new cut. It's the same boxer brief cut that they used to have, but now it has the gate. Mm. That's a game changer for me. Oh yeah. Meundies is a go-to for the softest loungewear on the planet. They even have lounge pants and onesies. Can you fathom this? I feel like Dylan... I could see Dylan walking around the house in a onesie. Oh, like, for sure. He and the homie doing it out of solidarity with each other. Oh, I would go hard in that onesie. I just don't have one. I got the pajama pants. Though. I think they could hook you up. The pajama pants are super dope. They are. They're very, very, very soft. I, li- I literally wear them every night. Really? They're so comfortable. Why not? Do you wear me on these underwear while you're wearing your lounge pants? I actually do. Is it do. one or the other? I actually do. Damn. I dub- no one else is doubling up in me undies except for me. No, it's me undies times two. You don't see that. You know that they have a great offer for our listeners and any first-time purchasers? Yeah. When you order any MeUndies, you get 15% off in free shipping. Get 15% off a pair of the most comfortable undies you will ever put on. To get that 15% off of your first pair, free shipping, and a 100% satisfaction guarantee, go to MeUndies.com slash circling back. That's MeUndies.com slash circling back. Just stay strapped. Support MeUndies. MeUndies. 
You know what time it is? Time for you to go away. Time for me to take a step back. Uh, there have been people asking for my playlist. Are you guys ready for what I'm going to do this week? I, I mean, I think you're going to tell us How long do you think you guys are going to go for? This was the f- series finale, so if you guys want to go like a decent amount of time, I can I can accommodate. What do you, I, I'm going to guess what you're going to listen to. I bet you have like a Lilith Fair Spotify playlist. No, I, I kind of did Lilith Fair last week. Who the fuck is that? It's a festival. Dude, you never went to Lilith Fair? No. It was started by like the... Indigo Girls? I think Indigo Girls and like Sarah McLaughlin. I've, I've lost interest already. What, what are you going to listen to? Well, you to? asked the question. Yeah. Dude, you literally... Yeah, now I'm moving on because the question sucked. I'm going to start off. Okay, are you ready for this? I'm going to start off with My Own Worst Enemy by Lit. Good song. I'm going to follow that up with One Week by the Bare Naked Ladies. Terrible song. They're a truly trash band. Then I'm going to do Peaches by the President of the United States of America. Don't hate that. Then, if I have time, we're going Marcy Playground, Sex and Candy. All right, just do it then. Let's fucking go. Dude, how about that brand guy last night? Would you get the fuck out of here, God. man? Strap up already. Hurry up. The headphones should be out. Yeah. Oh, that's going to be an Oh, that's going to hurt people's ears. No, it's not. It hurts mine. That's me unzipping my bows. You're dragging this out way too long. It's not all about you right now, dude. I'm going to start dropping spoilers if you don't hurry up. I'm going to make this Trust me. I was on as someone who was on Twitter last night. Yeah, it was a bad <laughs> night. You know what happened? Yeah. Yeah, call that bread moldy cuz it's spoiled. Okay. Um that's Can we delete that? Oh. I just plugged into the thing. I fucked that up. That was weird. I hope that didn't we're good. All right, so I'm going to go. Yeah, uh, bye. bye. Let me know. Can you guys just give me like a quick wave? Yeah, let me do it every time. Okay. Yeah. Let me know. No, we will. Go ahead. Let me know. Go away. All right, bye. All right, Dave. Will unintentionally was doing kind of a, a brand joke right there where he said, all right, I'm going to go. Go away. The only thing he was I'm missing gonna... was like rolling his eyes back in his head. I'm going to go now. I'm going to go. Um... The finale of Game of Thrones, the critically acclaimed series. Yeah, what you have an overall impression? Overall, did you enjoy how it ended? I don't mind how everything ended. I don't mind how everyone ended up in the show. I should say that, like where the pieces fell. I don't hate that. I, I do. Okay. Um. Again, how they got there, showing their work or not showing their work. Um, was weird. I thought the first 20, 25 minutes of the episode were fantastic. I agree. We got hella Tyrion, which anytime you get big time Peter Dinklage episodes, that's a good thing. He's the best actor in the show. He's awesome. He's the best character. Tyrion was awesome. Yes, I agree. And I thought, man, as I'm watching it, I'm like, this is about to be, this is about to make up for an entire season of meh. But then it got weird. And then things happen very, very quickly. Yeah. And I think I liked it more than you did. So I'll let you just go ham. Go yeah. Ahead. When when John stuck Danny and then Drogon shows up and you know burns down the throne and then carries her away. Up until that point, I was so on board with the episode. I was like, this is going, this is going really well. Um, it's going to end, you know, like like it should. And then it just fell apart for me. Um, I just feel, overall, I feel totally unfulfilled with how the thing ended. Where did it, where did you realize, at what moment did you realize, like, oh no, this episode might not be great? When 
basically when it when John and to be fair, this might have been further into the episode, but when John was cast off to the Night's Watch for to live out the rest of his life, I was like, no, hold hold the fuck on. First of all, the whole John is the heir to the throne in the Targaryen, that storyline, which was a major, major storyline, completely they just completely punted it. The last two episodes, I mean, he just got completely punted. Pretty much the Why? only the only purpose it served was to put Danny over the edge. Okay, but there that has was, they have to wrap that up better. Well, I mean, that's kind of the thing with this. Like now that they've got a small council, more on that later. To pick who's apparently gonna, you know, it's the electoral college. They're gonna yeah. pick the president. Yeah, they're doing pick the pick the the, the king. Um, they don't, you know, bloodlines don't matter. I guess for a little while. Um, but but before that happened, before Bran was named the king per the votes, John was still technically the heir to the throne as he was sitting in a prison cell. He didn't want and, it, and I understand that he he you know killed the queen and that there's punishment for that but as as the heir and the guy who clearly is best suited in my opinion to run the whole damn show as king they just did him dirty so i knew i started to immediately worry as soon as they went from uh drogon picking up danny and flying away to Tyrion in his cell and once i realized that a bunch of time had passed because he looked pretty weathered and stuff I was like, oh, we just did a big jump forward. That's always a red flag in Game of Thrones world for me. Yeah. Because they usually leave out a lot of crucial stuff, and I end up having a bunch of questions, which that's where I'm at now. And they just roll out Tyrion to the small council, and it's like, here's Tyrion. Here's the guy. He's a traitor. Whatever y'all want to do with him. And then he just... He has a great monologue, but... It's like they're just gonna let this guy who's in shackles come out and 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 pick the king, or like and tell, tell John, everybody what to do. Meanwhile, Jon Snow is still in a prison cell. Which, okay, so I guess we have to go back and think. Oh, okay, so Jon, after doing that, I guess he went up to Grey Worm and was like, "Man, I just killed Danny," yeah. and and the dragon and, and her dragon flew off with her. Yeah. So. Yeah, Tyrion was allowed out there in the small council meeting, deciding you know the king. And John's not. I understand that maybe their crimes were a little bit different. It's weird to think about John um, and how Grey Worm, who has been fully on board with everything Danny wants to do, including burning down and millions of people. Um, but when he found out that John killed her, and he's had beef with John for the last two episodes now, they almost came to blows at the beginning of this one. Mm -hmm. And he just was like, all right, man, well, we got to take you into custody. Like, are you? T I, I don't know. I feel like Grey Worm is, would probably have, like, Tried to fight John, tried to kill John right there. But that's, I know that's like fan fiction. They didn't show it where we have to fill in the blanks there, but it's just, it's weird. So like what they put him in, they put him in jail and then it's like, all right, well, we're just going to wait for the, um, all the lords and ladies to come into town and they'll yeah. figure out what to do with you. And I understand that right before Danny was killed, that she named Grey Worm, what was it? Master of War. Master of War. Master of War. Um, and he was commander of all the armies. Like, okay, dope title. I get it. But why... Why does what he have to say carry so much weight in the small council? He's and still, I, I know he has an army at his back, and he's like, we're not going to sit here and, and, and justice needs to be served for Jon Snow killing Danny. I get that. But there's a new king. There's a new king. And when the king says, goes. Yeah. And that happened 
in Westeros. And so that part, I, I even tweeted about it. That make Grey Worm being like, no, I, we, we will not accept John being a free man. Bullshit, you're not. That's uh, That was Bran John's making a fucking peace. hero. Yeah, John's getting cucked Not big to time. mention, Grey Worm just basically committed a war crime, killing innocent people in the streets. Like, fuck, what the fuck's going on here? Well, apparently, I mean, John's literally saved humanity twice. Yeah. Basically. He's and, a hero. Yeah. I mean, he's he's getting smoked on this deal. Best suited to run, to run the show, to he sit on the throne. Again, he doesn't want it, but... Neither did Bran. Neither did Bran, why although Bran? that's why Bran came down. Because he's he's level-headed and doesn't make decisions with emotion and and has stories in his brain. Like that's just, that's not good enough for me. The dude doesn't even talk. He just sits there and stares. Well, he 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 was weird that he was a little bit more uh, personable this episode. Like he was kind of he had some one-liners, but he was still his weird self. I know. I just don't understand why Bran, why they think Bran is best suited for this. And did Bran have some bronzer on? Did Bran not look a little bit like? I, I guess maybe getting down in the south, like he got a little bit more sun, but um, yeah, man, uh, the small council scene was probably the worst part of the entire episode because I, it was just yeah. it was awkward. We got the funny uh, Tully, yeah, Edmir Tully, that was funny. Which at first I thought I thought maybe he was going to go up and like nominate Sansa, yeah, and then it was like oh he's oh this guy really thinks it's going to be him, yeah. That that was a good that was good that was maybe the one thing of that small council scene that was decent. Another thing that I, I saw a bunch of people talking about on Twitter was saying how one of them sticks out is she she said this show ended perfectly. She said John's where he's supposed to be. He's up north. Sansa, you know, is the queen of the north. That's where she's supposed to be. Didn't have to really fight too hard to get the uh, north to secede, yeah. huh? Arya is is a wanderer. She just wants to travel the world doing weird shit. Um, she, so she, their arguments were it, it ended like it was supposed to. Everyone's where they're supposed to be. When has that been the Game of Thrones way? If you've been following along, you always expect the unexpected, and it always happens because that's just the way George R. R. Martin writes. Well, what if, like meta level, that is the unexpected that it ended up like that? But no, that's not how it's supposed. No, it's just totally unfulfilling. If we had fucking Bran is the king. Explain to me why that's a good option. I just, I just, mm -mm. Um, oh, at no. least we got to see, uh, at least we got to see Robin, uh, grown up hot Robin, yeah. the uh, breast milk kid. <laughs> yeah. Well, what's his last, what's it, Robin Eyre? Or, I don't remember. I don't remember his fucking last name. We got to see Tormund and Ghost. That was tight. Tormund uh, didn't give him any lines. Oh, here's another thing. Um, why is there a Night's Watch still? They even asked that in the show. Yeah. I guess there's just always going to be a Night's Watch. I don't. It's just tradition, and you got to have a place to put your your scrubs and your castaways. And, and if if he's cast off to you know Castle Black, why why are him and Tormund like he's he was there for two minutes and they just they okay, just took off? North. That wasn't clear. So is John abandoning the watch and going north? That's, with, yeah, I don't know. They didn't make that clear at all, and I don't think that there's the implication a, there. He's going to live out the rest of his life with the wildlings north of the wall. Can I just say that north of the wall, like they spent all this time trying to get south of the wall, and I know it's because you know the walkers and stuff, but north of the wall fucking sucks. It's just ice. You can live in if you want to be like in the cold. You don't have. You can just stay near the wall, south of the wall. It's still pretty yeah. cold and snowy up there. Winterfell. North of the wall is terrible. Terrible. Where were they going? Don't know. It's up to you to to figure it out to decide. Uh, I don't know. I feel like. Um, I feel 
a little bit unfulfilled. I don't hate how like I actually don't care how I, I don't care with what they what they did with uh, all the Starks running the world basically. I mean, because that's what's happening, right? Like Sansa's running the North. Although Arya, I've heard I've seen it uh, teased that she's most likely to have a spinoff down the road, like yeah. her adventures. Which I don't think I'm here for that. I'm not canceling it, but I may not usually, be here for it. Don't usually hold up. No, and like. I feel like everybody should, they're probably done with it. Maybe Ari is the most likely to to want to do that, but um oh man, look, I love the show still. I but the last season is and specifically the last episode just it it's going to change the way I look back look back on it. Yeah. I mean, it, I just feel so unfulfilled. All the shit that led up to that moment ended just with the total dud. It was a total dud. We got some good memes out of Brienne uh writing the history of Jamie. Yeah, that in was the, funny. In the Book of Brothers or whatever it is. Yeah, that was that was good. That was that was a that was a really good scene. Yeah. Um also man, just I was thinking more Tyrion. The Tyrion scene with the uh with, with Braun and the rest of the uh you know Small Council. Small council. That was tight. Um when when uh Danny landed on Drogon and, and spoke to the armies and then the whole Tyrion, you know, throwing the his little, whatever you call it, down the steps. That was a great scene too. I thought we were going to get a, a real getting, time execution. I right thought there. he was getting toasted right there. I thought yeah. that Grey Worm was going to maybe throw a spear through his face. Something awful. Yeah, didn't happen though. They just took him away. Why? Why? Why didn't she just kill him? She, that, that's honestly, her way. That's what she. She should have made an uh, made of uh, what a, made a scene of it or like made a symbol of him. Like look, look, this, this is what a traitor you, in front of. Everybody. He committed treason, and yeah. then he openly disrespected her right in her face in front of her entire army. She's like, take him away. Like, no, you got to kill this dude. Get this guy out of here. I mean, he was basically asking for it. I mean, he's wanted. he wanted to die, I yeah. think, right? Um, I did like that the Targaryens had that banner ready to hang. They were hanging that, like, right above, like where she came out of. Like, they had the big black Targaryen banner, oh, like, yeah. hanging. It's like, wow, they hung that banner pretty quick. Yeah. Um, Retired some jerseys. What else? I, I, I don't know, Dave. Um, I mean, that's about it. I'm going to go back and I'm going to rewatch the entire show and really, really, really enjoy the first five seasons and then just try to look for, for the positives in the last two. I just hate that that's the last taste of that amazing, amazing series. Is, and, and it ends like that. Like the Starks, they're never going to see each other again. It's they're just, all split up. They did, they did the best of what they could do with six episodes. Although apparently they didn't do the best because didn't they find a water bottle? Didn't yeah. they leave a water bottle in this? They did. How does that happen? I How does that happen twice in the same season? Is somebody going to write a book like or do like a, a history of like the last season of Game of Thrones and talk about how it was in fucking chaos? Like, is there shit behind the scenes that we don't know about? Like, were they like behind schedule and they were rushing? Because I don't understand how you make that mistake twice, leaving fucking bottles of water and Starbucks cups in scenes. There weren't that many scenes. There was only six episodes. Yeah. And also you get the, like the, the, uh, democracy undertones. Oh, Sam getting up there and getting laughed out of the gym. Yeah. But, but even after he got laughed out of the gym, they, they still basically reverted to a, a democratic, you know, uh, yeah, philosophy, um, you still you still have like the the aristocratic like hierarchy of the nobles, like the lords. But at picking. least there's an election process. That's now. true. I mean, it's yeah, but 
I don't know. I don't know if we're going to get any kind of fiction afterward, if we're going to get like a, uh, you know, the story of what happens during Bran's rule. Bran's got to be the weakest king ever, right? Yeah. I mean, no one, I don't think people fear Bran. Maybe they fear him because he's a fucking weirdo. But like, I, I, are people going to be cool with living that, living under him? Like, I don't know. And the other, the other, um, like Dorne and, and the Iron Islands, are they going to see what uh, Sansa pulled? Like, like, hey, I'm leaving. Take the north. We're gone. Are they going to try to pull that shit too? Because didn't uh, Iron? Who's uh, Theon's sister? They had a deal with Danny to be an independent kingdom. Mm-hmm. So what happens with that? <laughs> I don't know. I, I thought her. And, I wanted her and Arya to go to blows. I want to see that fight. Oh, she didn't want that Arya. Smoke. She did not want that. I don't know, man. I I didn't. Again, a lot of flaws as we just got into. I didn't hate how everybody ended up, but. An amazing God, show. I want five more episodes. The last season, uh, although rushed and deserves deserve some of the criticism it got, I still enjoyed it. Um, but the last yeah. episode, I just don't. I just hated the way it ended. I think I might rewatch that season first because I think I might really enjoy that season a lot more, knowing what I know about this season. Yeah, there was some brilliance mixed in though. This final season, people don't want to hear that this season wasn't great. Like, there's a big backlash about people criticizing it. I know a lot of people are criticizing it just to troll. Mm-hmm. And they may not even be that into Game of Thrones. So it's a lot of people are, who weren't into Game of Thrones at all are using this to kind of flex, like, glad I didn't waste my time. Yeah. Like, so they're having a field day with it. But in reality, this didn't ruin the show for me. No, no. Like, I'm still going to remember still very it. It's enjoyable watch all the way yeah. through. If you go in and like latch on to certain characters who are great actors, like Peter Dinklage, like the woman who plays Cersei, like, you, you're going to get a lot of uh, good out of that show. Oh, so. Tyrion pulling the rocks off of his. His siblings. That was a great scene. That was a great scene, too. Did you think we were going to get the the shredder, uh, Jamie, putting <laughs> no. his hand up? No, I knew they were toast. Yeah, that would have been a little much. It was interesting that the, I thought the entire basement there was caved in. Like, that was, yeah. you know what I mean? There was a lot of uh, yeah. parts of that basement that were spared. The opening scene where he's just walking through, like, all the carnage of the city was pretty pretty powerful, too. Yeah. Uh, some, some very good moments. Um, like I said, the first... I don't know, 20 or so minutes of the, maybe 30 were really good. But it, it, the way it wrapped up, I'm when, just not on board with. When the Unsullied and Dothraki like get on their ships and go to whatever island they were talking about, they just show up and like, they're like, all right, here we are. This is our new, like, what what kind yeah. of society do they have? I don't know. Like, and, and what are the people who are like living on that island think? Like, oh, fuck. Like, who, who is this? <laughs> who we got here? By the way, there are so many Dothraki left. I don't know how that happened. Yeah, so that, many. yeah. I feel like uh, it was it was too many last episode, and then this episode it seemed like they just hundred thousand. Yeah, I thought we lost like almost everybody at the Winterfell, but maybe not. All right, Will, we're Gucci. How'd that go? Are you guys sure you don't have more? I I just started three a.m. by Matchbox Twenty. Great tune. I do yeah. have some questions. Kate. When the bare naked ladies were talking about golf in their seminal hit one week, what do you think they meant when they said that they were gonna find the kind with the tiny nubs so their irons aren't always flying off the backswing? Like what are the are the nubs on the grips? Well, we just went hard on Game of Thrones. What, Dude, I don't want to talk bare naked do ladies. They're they're this. one of the worst bands of the late nineties. No, they're not. You just no, can't do that. No, no. You just, the, think, you the just think that because shit. of one week. Well, I'm reeling no. from Game of Thrones talk. No. Old apartment, shoebox, dude. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. 
Dude, you being a bare naked lady stan is... I don't know if oh, this is something you come back from. I stand the kings, for sure. Although, okay. I also I also had time, because you guys did such a good job, I had time to do Mighty Mighty Boss Tones. Oh, the wow, impression man. that I get. That's, Terrible live. That's great, man. That song's kind of privileged. Which they've, song? they've never had to knock on wood. Must be nice. Yeah, like like you've lived a very good life up to that point if you've never had to knock on wood. Mighty Mighty Boss Tones, man. Did you ever go through a ska phase? I owned some ska albums, but I never got fully in. Like, I owned Real Big Fish albums. I think you know I didn't. Less than Jake? Uh, yeah, but I know I, I, it was too much. I didn't take the leap right into ska. I will say that Less Than Jake was one of the biggest draws for me when it came to Warp Tour. I feel like ska kids got their asses kicked. Well, dude, I mean, that's because they probably put Less Than Jake very close to where they put, like, Dropkick Murphys in the lineup. Yeah. And so you had a bunch of like dudes, like 250 pound dudes with shaved heads just rolling up to a bunch of ska kids who were trying to skank. And like you, those things don't mix. <laughs> they don't mix at all. Yeah. You're just getting your ass beat. Like the the dropkick guys are like getting in the pit and they're like, it's just like fish in a barrel. Uh, speaking of, did y'all see the uh, greatest knockout in boxing history over the weekend? It was tweeted Saturday night. If you were on Twitter, you saw it a hundred fucking times. Sage? Wilder? <laughs> Dude, we got to talk Sage. How many we? people tagged you in the Sage Too knockout? Many. Yeah, I was talking about Deontay Wilder. No, I, I missed that. You didn't see it? No, I wasn't on Twitter Saturday. Dylan? I, I just saw the highlight. You saw the knockout though? Yeah. Okay. Pretty brutal. Uh, Is yeah. he related to Van? It's not funny. Did he get knocked out? No, no. dude. No. What round? First round. First. Same with Sage. KO. I would tell you to look it up, but you just go on Twitter, type in Wilder. You're going to see it. I don't know. Uh, yeah, we did see the Super Sage got knocked out in his uh, in the first round, coincidentally, of his first fight at 1FC um, over in Asia. And uh, do you think it's hard his, to watch. Do you think his head's just not been in the game ever since he got that Street Fighter fame? No. He's gotten clipped before. Do we have like the opposite effect of no laying up on on athletes? Because like all their golfers get the no laying up bump where they like. This is his first L since he came on the pod. I know oh, that's true. That's true. Yeah, this is not attributable to us. Okay, our hands are washed. Yes. Um, I would put this on a very very poor striking defense because we saw the video. You did you see the surgery? He had a nine hour surgery to fix his face. No sage. Yeah. Did they live stream the surgery? Holy shit. Beto they did not. They didn't Beto it. Beto 100% would have done that I surgery I definitely live. would have because he's a content guy. Um, Poor Sage. Can you imagine Beto just doing nine-hour reconstructive surgery live on Instagram? I would not watch that because that's one where they have to peel the skin and they have to replace like the orbital bone. Not good. Yeah, Sage. Dude, Sage's face got fucked up. Damn. He got fucking murked. We still love you, Sage. I think the Mighty Mighty Boss Tones said it perfectly in regards to Sage when they said, have you ever felt a pain so powerful, so heavy you collapse? Oh, he did. Yeah. It's time to wrap up. You got to think, think he didn't knock on wood before this, this fight. Man, that's real. I feel really bad for him. Why? Because he's the nicest dude ever? Yes. He's a, he's a, he's get, he gets wrong, man. People, I don't know. I think a lot of people want to see him fail because the UFC, they brought him up too quickly. It wasn't his fault. 
I think, think a lot of people like to see him fail because he's they think he's so fake. bubbly and I think fake. they think he's fake, but he's, he's not, not though. That he's just a he's just kind of a different human. He definitely is. He's a fucking golden retriever. Yeah. Um yeah, this is tough. But don't listen to what Deadspin says about it being minor league MMA fight. 1FC is not a minor league organization. They're fucking huge. They've got great fighters over there. Dude, did you just add Deadspin? I did. Well, dude, it made me, it made me mad. It's like they used it for like to make Sage look worse. Like it was a, a small time. Like he was fighting in, um, I don't know, whatever's below Bellator here. Like some shit in some guy's backyard. It's like, dude, 1FC is a premier organization. It's not as big as UFC, but it's it's a big organization. You got Mighty Mouse fighting over there. Eddie Alvarez. Whatever, man. How is Deadspin still alive? I mean, I still I still check it. I still read a little. T- I, I don't always read it, but I always like to see what their takes are just because I want to see which barstool guy they're putting on blast, which seems to be like every other week, right? It's a big part of what their 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 content strategy. Yeah, it's just it's just weird that they haven't gotten to the point where they're like, "All right, let's shut it down." Well, I don't know how they're doing. They've even written about how financially they're not doing well. I don't know. I don't know how much of that fault is their content. They still have a huge audience. But yeah, not a minor league organization. Dylan, is there any truth to the fact that you uh, applied for a job at Deadspin before we started circling back? Isn't this a bit that belonged to somebody else at some point? No, you're thinking of Meat Spin. Oh, that was you. You did meet <laughs> Dylan. Wants to get out of here. I, I'm so ready to get out of here. <laughs> I think the ska talk and then that. Just yeah, we, really. You should probably just lop that. Just lop it off clean after the Game of Thrones talk. Okay, that's the impression that I get. Oh, all right, Dylan. Should we leave? Yes. Hey, look for us on Patreon tomorrow. Catch us, uh, yes, if you're watching The Bachelor tonight. If you're still listening. If you're watching The Bachelor tonight. Dude, everyone's still listening. People want these takes. Are we getting Real Cat Pat on Twitter? Real Cat Pat will be firing out tweets on Twitter. Uh, I I don't know what my plan is. I don't have a, a party like I did last week planned, so I think I might just be watching from my couch, which is unfortunate. Um, oh, yeah, you did watch it with the... It was kind of fun. It was kind of fun doing that. Oh, well. But, uh, yeah, we'll be live. We'll be on Patreon tomorrow patreon.com slash circling back podcast and we will have our recap live tomorrow hey follow our social accounts at circling back pod on twitter and instagram at washed media on instagram at washed underscore media on twitter cool cool stay tuned with those bye